Sorry uh, that we had microphone issues. So let's start. Let's start again and talk about the divisional round because we talked about the the Packers or the Saints going to SF for the NFC title game, and you had mm-hmm. you had Baltimore and Kansas City playing in the NFC title game. And for me, I have New England and Houston. Yeah, um, I, I have Baltimore and Kansas City. Um, I think those are the two best teams in the AFC. Um, you know, I, certainly you get two of the best quarterbacks, if not the two best quarterbacks in the AFC right now, matching up against each other. Certainly two of the most dynamic offenses. Um, two completely different offenses. One offense is more of a, a ground and pound based team. The other is more of a finesse air raid type of team. But um, I, I think overall, Baltimore is the better team, and I think Baltimore goes to the Super Bowl uh, representing the AFC. That could happen, and then and then you had uh, and then you had San Francisco beating uh, Philadelphia the uh, divisional round in the divisional round. Yeah, I think San Francisco. I, I think San Francisco in this scenario would play the Eagles, and I, I think that they would just absolutely destroy the Eagles. I think the Eagles are just too dismantled by injuries. Um, it would be a nice story, certainly, for them to be able to get the divisional round. But I think overall, San Francisco's roster is just a million times better, and that you know they would just absolutely clobber Philadelphia. Absolutely, and also. Uh... Also, uh, let's talk about next is uh, let's talk about next who's at, who's who is going to play in Super Bowl Fifty Four in both t- title games. So for my scenario, I have New England. I have New England beating Houston, advancing to the Super Bowl for fourth straight year. And on the NFC side, I have San Francisco representing the NFC in Super Bowl Fifty Four down in Miami, and it will be a Brady versus Garoppolo showdown. That would be so fun to watch. Honestly, it really would. Um, in my scenario, I have Baltimore winning the AFC and representing them in the Super Bowl. And then in the NFC, I have San Francisco and the Saints playing in the NFC title game. A rematch kind of this, uh, of this uh, earlier matchup that they had in the year, which was a super big high-scoring affair down in New Orleans. And I think in that scenario, the Saints come back in a revenge game and beat the Niners and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. That? That could go either way, but Brady versus Jimmy G would be so fun to watch. But at the same time, you think it's going to be uh, Baltimore and uh, Baltimore and uh, and New Orleans in the Super Bowl down in Miami. Yeah, I do, and I think that Lamar Jackson versus Drew Brees would just be so much fun to watch. I would not mind that at all, but I'm actually picking the better quarterback in that one if that were to happen. I would, I would think the saints would win by three points in this one over Baltimore. Yeah, I would definitely pick uh, Drew Brees in that situation. I think the saints would win. I think the saints are going to win the super bowl, but I don't think it's going to be the last time that you see Lamar Jackson in the super bowl. Yeah, you could be right about that because he definitely has a bright future and your pick to win super bowl 54 is, is the saints and mine, mine is of course the new England Patriots and and also questions set and then let's talk let's also talk about questions that we have on wild card weekend there's a lot of speculation that this could be tom brady's final home game at gillette stadium in a patriots uniform and i think those reports are just false i think he's gonna leave i think that this is gonna be his last home game uh with the as a member of the new england patriots i think he's gonna end up leaving i just saw a report that uh tom tom brady addressed it he said today, he said like two days ago that he's not even thinking about that. 
Well, that's not something that you should think about in this scenario. You should think about the upcoming playoff games. It's very important. Um, you obviously have a much tougher road ahead of you than you've had in the past. And, you know, you're going to have to go out and not only beat a really good Tennessee team, but then if you want to go to the playoffs, you're going to have to go into Kansas City and beat them. And then you're going to have to go into Baltimore and beat them to probably to be able to get to the Super Bowl. You think Brady's leaving? I don't. I don't think he's leaving the Patriots. I think he stays until his age 45 season. There's no way I envision him in another uniform. I think time will tell. Um, I think there's definitely a possibility that he leaves, and I think that he does. We'll wait and see. We'll see if you're right about that, but you could be wrong. That's possible. Because Tom Tom Brady just bought a house in Connecticut, and I think Tom Brady could still commute from Connecticut to Massachusetts. I heard Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. And with that being said, so uh, so on Wild Card Weekend, that was one of the questions that had to be uh, that had to be answered. And also, mm-hmm. uh, also, which team do you think is going to be a Cinderella story in the playoffs this year? I think the biggest team. I, I think the biggest team that we could really see that can make a really really big kind of shakeup would definitely be the Buffalo Bills. And I think it's because of their defense being so incredibly good. I think this is a team that has the ability to go on the road and, and really give teams a good fight, especially the high level teams because of that great defense. They play smash mouth football on the defensive side. I think Josh Allen as a quarterback is so dynamic with his feet and he hasn't, <coughs> excuse me. He has an unbelievable throwing arm as well. He's just such a, he's such an X factor in a game. And they obviously have a great coaching staff uh, as well. So I, I think that Buffalo, to me, is the biggest X factor in this playoffs. I think that they could really make a lot of noise going into a road situation and giving teams problems. Yeah, so in next week, we'll talk about the divisional round preview and recap wildcard weekend. So to recap it, you and I both have pretty much – the same picks except for the four and five seeds. Yeah, basically. For a wild card weekend. So let's talk about the who, since we're in a new decade now in the 2020s, the best team in the 2010s, I could see that being New England and Seattle. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I think that they are, I, I think it's probably New England um, just because of the, you know, continued A Super Bowl appearances and B Super Bowl wins. Um, I mean, in a four-year stretch, they went to four straight Super Bowls. I know they lost two of them, um, but that's still a really, really big deal. And, um, you know, to me, this is just the greatest run that I've seen of any professional sports franchise. And who do you think will be the best team in the 2020s? Now we're in a new decade. Who do you see that being, Baltimore or Kansas City? Um, I really – that's really tough. Um. I think it's going to be a kind of a dog fight for both of them. And it's just because of those two quarterbacks. I mean, Lamar Jackson and, and Patrick Mahomes are going to continue to just be fighting at it for the next 10 years or so. I mean, two just dynamic talents that, you know, obviously if their teams are able to continue to build around them and, and, you know, sustain their success, I think that they, that they're going to be just so good. I think that those two are going to be the face of the league for the next 10, 15 years or so. And then our question of the day is, do you think the Patriots can reach the Super Bowl for a fourth straight season, even though that's hard to do in the NFL, but the Patriots definitely have a shot at it. Um, my, uh, no, I, uh, I don't think they can. I mean, my, I give them 
like a 5% chance at the most. And it's only because of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Outside of that, I don't think they have any shot. I don't think they have the offensive firepower to be able to compete with teams like Baltimore and Kansas City just in their own just in their own conference. And then there's a matter of even if they were to get to the Super Bowl, how do they compete with a team like a, a San Francisco or a New Orleans? I just don't think that they're up to snuff. They're really not. I mean, that's just the question that I had to get out there because it's the playoffs and New England didn't get a first-round buy since normally with a first-round buy, the Patriots would win the Super Bowl with getting that extra week off. But this year, it's a whole different story. Yeah, it's a, it's a much more difficult road for them. And look, I, because of the greatness of Belichick and Brady, I can't completely count them out. But at the same time, I, I just don't really see it happening. But you think Bill Belichick's going to be around the Patriots for quite some time in the 2020s? Oh, of course. Of course. Because Bill Belichick is the architect of, of who started this dynasty for the Patriots. Yeah, I don't think you leave. I, I don't think he leaves what he built. I don't think he leaves with Brady at all. A lot of people had that debate about if Belichick retires with Brady. I don't see that. No, I don't see that at all. I think Brady, I, I think Belichick is going to be around for a long time. And, you know, I, I, what Brady does is completely up in the air. But I think that Belichick will definitely, no matter what, stay with New England. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I really, from what I heard, Brady's successors waiting in the rings. And I really think Jared Stidham could really be that guy. I heard. He's been like doing really well at practice, and I think he could. I think he could really be that next guy up. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to see how he, you know, progresses. Certainly, it's a very difficult offense to learn for a lot of young guys. But you know, uh, you put in the work, and obviously, if you hear that he's been doing good at practice, then that's definitely a step in the right direction. I really think Jared Stidham has potential to be Brady's successor. I think he could. I definitely think he does. I see that in the next year or two. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. Absolutely. So, so that being said, let's talk about tonight's Lakers game against the New Orleans Pelicans, which is about an hour from now. So, old faces are coming back to face the Lakers and Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart, and then Anthony Davis will get to see his old team, but it'll be at Staples Center this time. So, I think the Lakers are definitely going to come in with momentum, and I think they're going to come in and win this game. Yeah, I think they're going to win this game. I think what's I, I you know the interesting thing that you're going to be able to see though is that Lakers the Lakers fans are going to be able to see, you know, right in front of their eyes in the Staples Center now the growth of Brandon Ingram. I I'm so happy for Brandon Ingram. He has finally found the situation where he feels like home, where he feels free in amongst his offense, and he's able to kind of just dominate in an ISO ball situation that he's been waiting to dominate in putting up 25 points a game, uh, a surefire candidate for most improved, excuse me, most improved player of the year. And it, it's really been impressive to watch his growth. It, he's hit the ceiling that I think a lot of Lakers fans is, uh, um, expected him to hit. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that, uh, I think that the Lakers this past week, they beat Matt Dallas and Fe Dallas and Phoenix. And then the Lakers after the Pelicans, they got Detroit coming up. And then after Detroit, then this one is a laughing game against the New York Knicks. Yeah, that's that that's just a that, that's a throwaway game. You may as well not even really try, and you'll probably still win. The Knicks are an embarrassment. What were you saying? The Knicks are embarrassing. 
Yes, the Knicks are embarrassing, that's for sure. And I think that uh, the Lakers should take advantage of those games in the next two or three games or so. I think it's going to be pretty good. And also, for our reaction to David Stern's passing, I think he leaves a a very good legacy. But I also like Adam Silver, too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. They're two different kind of, uh, you know, commissioners. I think that David Stern was more of the, you know, the – more of the heavy handed commissioner, um, you know, very, you know, commanded respect. Whereas I think that Adam Silver is more of the players commissioner. Um, Adam Silver did put out a really touching statement about how he looked up to David Stern. We you know, we really love to see that. Um, And I think David Stern's impact around the league with his, with his death um, is certainly being, you know, definitely recognized more than ever, but it is certainly felt, uh, in the way that the game is so incredibly global today. A lot of that has to do with David Stern. So his passing is, is very, very sad. Yeah, it is very sad. I had a lot of respect for David Stern, except for when he vetoed Chris Paul to the Lakers, which I was not happy with. Of course, of course, naturally. And he also covered a lot of lockouts too, which was hard for him to do. Yeah, I mean, he has been he, – he's had to deal with a lot of turmoil. He had to deal with a lot of turmoil over the course of his tenure when he was commissioner, but – you know, he dealt with it with, you know, the, the utmost brilliance. I, I think he was an excellent commissioner, one of the best that the game has seen. Yes, and then the players and refs are going to start wearing black bands in honor of David Stern. Love that. Love that. Which is, I think, is a very nice gesture. And I think that uh, he's going to be missed. But Yeah, this, he definitely I, will. I think he's going to be memorialized all week long and and throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, I think so. And I'm sure that, uh, but but Adam Silver, from w- when I read his statement about David Stern, I was like, that was so nice. Yeah, that really was. I, it's such a touching thing. I I like Adam Silver. I think he he's doing his best to make the NBA the. Uh, a, a globalized sport like David Stern did. But the only thing I disagree with Adam Silver is, is the mid season tournament, which I kind of don't like. Oh, I, 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 idea. that's the only thing I disagree with Adam Silver. I think it's a horrible idea. It, it's going to, if anything, it's going to create more injuries because you're adding essentially more games. Yeah. I don't think that should happen. It's, it's a stupid idea, but all in all, I, I have no, I have no problems with Adam Silver running the NBA. No, I think he's been a good commissioner. He's been great. I think he's been, I, I think he's been great. He loves players and I think he really gets along with everybody. Yeah, I think so. But David Stern is just hard shoes to fill. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cause he brought in the WNBA. He brought in the G league. He expanded the, the NBA from 23 teams to 30 teams. Yeah, he really – and he, he made a very big impact on the sport. Yeah, and then also, do you think the Lakers should go after Darren Collison? I, I'm going to say no, and the reason why I'm going to say no is because I think that there are better players that they can go after. I think they definitely need another player. Um, I certainly think that they could use another scorer. It, it's rumored that they could get Andre Godala, but who the hell knows when that deal is going to go through. So I think that a player that is out on the market that I think that the Lakers should go get is Jamal Crawford. He's a perfect bench scorer for them. 
He's not a guy that, you know, you need to go out there and throw for incredibly high minutes. You give him about 20 minutes a game off the bench. You allow him to score, play in rhythm of the offense. And, I th- and he's a very good shooter as well. And I think that he could fit really well in their, deep, in their uh, offensive scheme. Yeah, absolutely. So that being said, you have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you uh, next week. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon.